Hey there, Schmodown fans, and welcome to episode three of Talkin' Schmodown. I am Josh Rayner, editor-in-chief of Merc with a Movie blog, and I am going to be breaking down the week in Schmodown. Now, uh, I know that this is an off, obviously it's an off week. We haven't uh, started the new season yet, but there's surprisingly a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we got some good uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, we got some Schmodown Awards news. Uh, we got the official schedule for uh, the next uh, about month and a half or so. And I'll be breaking down the Jurassic Park Iron Man match uh, between Perry Nemiroff and Cody Hall that took place a while ago, but has uh, just recently become uh, public on the uh, Schmodown YouTube channel. So uh, with all that being said, let's get ready to Schmodown. everybody welcome back thanks for joining me this week uh before we get uh started i just want to do a little bit of housekeeping um uh, for those of you who have been listening you know for the last couple of episodes since we started uh you've probably noticed that the release has been a little bit sporadic uh it's you know there's been various reasons you know the holidays and some other stuff going on um but with it being the off season i felt it you know it was it would be okay to kind of Wait till a little bit of the you know extra news and whatnot came out, uh, but once the season kicks off, uh, I'm going to be posting uh, this podcast uh, on Mondays. Uh, that way, you know we get the full week's worth of uh, Schmodown stuff, and uh, it doesn't interfere with uh, the Schmodown rundown because I don't want to step on any toes. You know me being new and everything, I just want to you know give my opinion and talk about it, and, and hope that everybody has a chance to listen when they can. So, like I said, Mondays uh, are when I'm going to be posting this podcast once the season uh, uh, starts. And, uh, you know, if there's that, obviously, if there's any issues, I'll, I'll post it, uh, you know, on Twitter and on, on Facebook so that everybody knows that, uh, you know, the, that the episode might be a little bit late. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Uh, this week saw the release of the January behind-the-scenes video on the Schmodown Patreon which is currently available to uh, all the $3 and up patrons. This month covered the uh, Schmodown Spectacular 3 and the uh, Patreon-exclusive Holiday Movies Match. Uh, that, I co- that Both of these things I've covered over the last two episodes. So if you've been listening, you've you kind of heard uh, the stuff for, for those matches. You've heard the breakdown. And if you're a patron at that level or higher, um, then you've been able to, uh, to see these these matches and everything so hopefully you have um but uh like i said they they covered the behind the scenes with these two events which was really cool to see uh during the video we, we got a whole bunch of footage from uh like behind the curtains um in from the in the crowd uh from the backstage which is always really cool but the most intriguing thing that i that i found during this behind the scenes video 
was that they included the prep for arguably the most memorable moment of the entire spectacular, the what I what I like to call the tackle number two. Uh, it was kind of interesting to see them break kayfabe on this particular story, as both Ben and Guy have been really hitting it hard on their own platforms and through the uh, through the the, the movie trivia showdown Facebook group. So it was kind of interesting to see them kind of break that kayfabe a little bit and show uh, like the setup a little bit to uh, this this whole event. This is the, the tackle of this whole thing that went down. Um, it was cool to see, uh, especially as some, for someone who's uh, a big wrestling fan who loves that kind of um, um, behind-the-scenes type of, type of stuff. Uh, it was really interesting to see, but... I still I found it interesting that they would actually show that, but you know, like I said, it was really cool to to, to see everything, and uh, some of my favorite stuff in this behind the scenes video was actually from the holiday match because it was so fun and, and, and entertaining, and and being able to see Roka in that crazy Christmas tree hoodie once again was definitely a delight. <clears throat> Uh, another bit of behind-the-scenes info came uh, from one of this week's episodes of Collider Live, where Christian t- uh, talked a little bit about what would have been if uh, the legendary John Schnepp hadn't passed away. I found this really interesting. Apparently, there uh, had been some serious talks uh, about Schnepp turning heel and running a massive villain faction, uh, teaming back up with Robert Meyer Burnett, and, and just leading this huge villains faction throughout the Schmodown. Um, it makes me wonder if it would have like kind of superseded the uh, the whole KO thing with the anarchy and all that stuff. So maybe instead of, of Mike doing this big villain arc of his, it would have been Schnepp. And maybe Mike would have been part of that, that, uh, that faction. I don't know, but man... I I think that would have been fantastic, because Schnepp was always that that kind of like bright shining light, but with his his manic uh, 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 personality, I think it would have worked perfectly at, in a in a heel in a you know for a, a, the leader of a heel faction, you know he would have gone from from heroes to villains, and I think it would have been a perfect arc. Uh, man, I I love John Schnepp. And I miss him all the time. So I, when hearing Christian talk about this, it really it kind of it, it made me tear up a little bit just thinking about what could have been. And uh, man, it, that would have been something something to talk about. I think that would have been I think the highlight of the year, to be honest with you. But uh, rest in peace, big guy. You know all the sweaties down here. We love you, and uh, we wish we, we miss you, and we wish you were here. Next, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Christian's announcement for the presenters of the Schmodown's, uh, Schmodown Awards. He uh, put out a post uh, listing all the, the various presenters and like who they'd be uh, teamed with for, for each award. Uh, he didn't say what award you know they'd be presenting, but who they'd be with. Uh, so the, the ones that he listed were the Harris brothers, which is Lon and Jonathan Harris. Emma Fife and Tom Dagnino, which I think is a really interesting pairing. Um, obviously, these two are rivals, but we did at the uh, spectacular. We did see them shake hands, so uh, I'm really, I'm really interested, 
interested to see what happens well, when the two of them take the stage together. Then we have Late to the Party, Robert and Vanessa, who we have not seen in a very long time. So it'll be real nice to see them come back. I love them, and uh, I love their uh, their channel and all the, uh, their reaction videos and everything. So it'll be real nice to see Late to the Party come back. Then we have William Bibiani and Janine the Machine, which I find that's a real cool uh, a team up. I like that. So it sounds really like a real interesting duo. So I'm interested to see that. And of course, the Wild Berries, Josh McCuga and Elliot Dewberry. I think that's gonna be a fantastic, you know, little little, little thing. I don't know what award they're gonna be uh, presenting. Maybe uh, like the was it like the the OMG moment of the year or whatever the, the the name of the the award is. I think something like that could be cool. But the Wild Berries always bring an amazing energy with them, and and no matter what they're doing, if they you know whether they're playing in a match or just you know out there talking or something like this you know doing being a presenter or anything like that doesn't matter what they're doing they are always entertaining and i i will watch them do anything i'll watch them read the newspaper for an hour i don't care because they will make it entertaining next up we have a, a really fascinating uh team up here brianne chandler and andrew guy so obviously, uh, Guy's not suspended or anything like that because, I mean, we haven't really heard what his punishment's going to be. We haven't heard anything about it. So obviously, he's not suspended. He's going to be at the awards as a presenter. Um, and teamed up with Breanne Chandler. I think that's really, really fascinating. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where the, the connection will you know lie with the two of them, but I'm interested to see what they bring and how they bounce off of one another. Next up, we have Jay Washington and Ethan Irwin, which makes sense since you know Jay manages Ethan. I think that's a, a definite that that makes total sense. Um, and Jay's always entertaining, so it'll be nice to see him there. Then we have the reuniting of Above the Line, Sam Levine and Drew McWeeny, former team champs, coming back together to uh, present an award. This is awesome. I love the two of them together, and I love seeing Sam no matter what. You know, uh, whether it's in a Patreon-exclusive exhibition match or just coming out on stage when, uh, when, his, when he is uh, one of the answers to a question. doesn't matter. I, I, I love seeing him come out, and I like that even though he retired from, from, from main competition, that he's still around. He still will pop up here and there because, you know, I'm... I, I, I de- after he he vacated both titles, I I was really sad about that, and I I was I knew I was going to miss him because I loved him as a competitor. I love seeing him on screen, so it's nice that he still pops up every once in a while. Uh, then we have the Shire Wolves, Clark Wolf and Rachel Cushing. You know, it's a great team, so uh, it'll be nice to see them presenting together. And we have John Roca. And Gray Drake. We haven't seen Gray in a while. So it will be real nice to see her come back. And teamed up with John Roke. A couple of big personalities. I think it will be fun to see them bounce off one another. Uh, we've got Chance Ellison and Ken Knapsack. Makes sense. You know, part of the uh, uh, the corruption uh, faction. We've got Matt Eisman and Roxy Stryer. I think this is really interesting. We haven't seen Matt Eisman in a long time. So I think... 
teaming him with Roxy. I think it's I think it'll be a cool pairing. Roxy, uh, she she speaks her mind. She's she is a big personality, and I love every time she's there. I love her on Collider Live. I love her on uh, DC Movie News. So uh, it'll be great to see her, and I think it'll be kind of interesting to see her teamed up with uh, Matt Eisman for this. And then we got Mike Kalinowski, KO himself, and the former commissioner, Thad Williams. So this will be really intriguing. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of uh, a little bit of heat there, but uh, I- I'm I'm interested to see uh, what the two of them bring as uh, as as partners presenting. Uh, the Schmodown's Awards uh, will take place tomorrow, January 12th, um, at uh, the Comedy Store in, I think it's uh, is it L.A., I believe. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about when we'll actually get to watch them, for those who aren't going, during uh, the next segment, which is about the uh, schedule announcement. <clears throat> Christian announced the full uh, Schmodown schedule for the next month and a half. Uh, which, like I said, starts tomorrow, January 12th, with the Schmodown Awards live at the Comedy Store. This will then be aired on Schmodown's YouTube channel on Friday, January 25th. So be sure to, to subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know, Click that little bell so that it alerts you when, when uh, videos are posted and whatnot. So uh, you don't want to miss the Schmodown Awards uh, on January 25th. Then on Saturday, January 26th, is Schmodown Live from New York. We get Janine the Machine versus Chance Ellison and Dan Merle versus Ethan Irwin for the championship. This is going to be, I think this is going to be an awesome show. And this is going to be the first time that we will see a live streamed match. So this is something that they're they're starting this uh, this season doing live streamed matches. So the you know the matches is, is being is being held live in New York and we will be able to watch it live as it goes on. Um, it's going to be available for all the $10 and up patrons. But if you are not uh, a ten, if you're not a patron at all, if, or if you're not at that tier, you can pay a one-time uh, two ninety-nine to access it for that night and watch it live with everybody else. Which is, I think, that's a really cool uh, option. So you know, if you don't want to pay that ten dollars a month or whatever, just throw your three bucks down and and watch the event. And there you go. All right, then on Tuesday, January 29th, the, we will see the return of Inside Schmodown with Ken Knapsack, and it will return with a new preview special for the season. Then on uh, Wednesday, January 30th, will be a, a new player commentary, which uh, is to be determined, and that will be available for the $5 and up patrons. Thursday, January 31st, we'll see the January exhibition match for the $10 and up tier, which is the return of the Patriots, Versus the return of the Schmoes. That's right, the Patriots versus the Schmoes. You'll have Jeff Snyder and JTE versus Christian Harloff and Mark Ellis. This will be an—I think it'll be an awesome match. E- okay, either it'll be an awesome match, or it'll be just like the worst—the sh- the worst shit show that you've ever seen. One or the other. Who knows? We'll see. I, either way, I'm gonna be right there watching. I am so excited. I love these exhibition matches. So if you're not a part of the $10 tier, get on that 
and make sure you check out this awesome exhibition match for January. Then we jump into February on Friday, February 1st. Will be uh, the Schmodown Live event will hit the YouTube channel. So it'll be available for uh, everybody to watch on uh, February 1st. And then on Monday, February 4th, we get Critically Acclaimed versus the Harris Brothers in a number one contenders team match. This is the first official match of the season outside of the live event. And so I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. This will be available, like I said, on Monday, February 4th uh, for the $2 and up patrons. Then the following day on Tuesday, the February 5th, it will be available for uh, all the patrons at the dollar and up level. Then on uh, Wednesday, February 6th, the uh, player commentary from the previous week will be available for uh, all the patrons at the dollar and up level. Then Thursday, February 7th, you'll get the critically acclaimed and Harris Brothers match open to the public on the uh, YouTube channel. So you just got to wait a few extra days to, uh, to get it on on the YouTube channel. Uh, then Friday, February 8th, this one uh, kind of stuck out a little bit to me. Mark Riley versus a to-be-determined opponent. I've n- obviously, we have no idea who this opponent is, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, I honestly don't know who Christian would put up against Mark. Like, like obviously, it's not for you know anything necessarily specific, at least not that it seems... So I have no idea who they would put him up against. But no matter what, it's nice to see Mark back in action, in active play. So no matter who they choose, I'll be there. I'm excited to see it. Uh, So yeah, February 8th, Mark Riley versus uh, a to-be-determined opponent. Then uh, the next week on Monday, February 11th, we have the Inner Geekdom number 1 Contenders match. Which is currently to be determined. Uh, this all spun out of uh, Mara Kanopic uh, uh, retiring from the Schmodown. So she, her and, and Mike were supposed to have a rematch. And so since that's not happening anymore, somebody has to, you know, we have to have somebody step up to, uh, to, to face Mike for the, for the title. So it makes sense that we're going to have a number one contenders match. Um, like I said, it's to be determined, so it could be could be anybody. I'm, I'm kind of hoping maybe for uh, a justice, uh, Jason uh, Justice Inman, or maybe even like a return of Hector Navarro. Um, you know, maybe uh, Rachel wants you know to get back in to the inner geekdom and do her thing. You know, who knows? I, I'm excited no matter what. Whoever they're gonna put in this, maybe uh, Mark Donica. Who knows? Could be anybody, and I'm real excited to see. Uh, who they're going to pick. I love the inner geekdom, so that'll be exciting. That'll be available uh, for the $2 and up patrons on Monday. Uh, then it'll be available for all patrons on Tuesday, and will be available to the public on the uh, Schmodown YouTube channel on that Thursday, February 14th. And also on the February 14th, the Patriots versus the Schmoes match will be available for all patrons for the, on the dollar and up uh, level so it comes out the two weeks after, and will everybody who's a, a patron will be able to watch that Patriots versus Schmoes match. Next up is uh, Friday, February fifteenth, and this is a match that kind of stuck out to me as I was unaware of who either of these two uh, competitors uh, are. Um, 
it's Paul Oyama versus Brendan Mayer. And I'll be honest, I'm still unsure of who uh, Paul Oyama is. Uh, I tried looking him up. I didn't really find much of anything. Um, but Br- Brendan Meyer is uh, looks like he's, he's an actor from uh, the the OA. I, I never watched the show, but so obviously this is uh, one of the uh, like celebrity matches, or maybe it's just somebody that, that maybe they happen to know this this kid and uh, and he was interested in getting in on the schmodown. So it's just a couple of new you know a couple of fresh faces. I don't know. So uh, I, I'm I'm interested in that one. Um, just to kind of kind of see who these people are, kind of get a feel for them, and see uh, see what it's all about. And that's the last uh, actual match that's listed. The next thing, uh, the next and last thing on the schedule listed is Saturday, February twenty third. So it's the following week, and that is the Schmodown Throwdown, uh, which will officially be starting, and it'll be two uh, live streamed matches from the studio. And uh, right now it's to be determined. They haven't listed anything yet, but it's it, you know he put down that that's when it's going to be. So I'm really excited to see the start of the Schmodown Throwdown, and uh, that'll be something that's available for the patrons, uh, you know, exclusively. So if you're not on the the Patreon, make sure you get on there. And that wraps up uh, everything outside of, uh, of of the of the match that I'm about to talk talk about. So, if you haven't had a chance to watch the Jurassic Park Iron Man match that I'm about to break down, you know, you can pause this, go and watch it, come back. You know, uh, otherwise, I bid you adieu. Thank you for listening. But uh, we're going to jump into the Jurassic Park Iron Man match: Perry Nemiroff versus Cody Hall. This was a fantastic match. I when it first came out, I wasn't a patron yet. So I, I missed it when it first came out and I honestly had forgotten about it. So I never went back once I became a patron. I never went back to watch it because I had completely forgotten about it. And then when they said that they were making it public on the YouTube channel, I was like, okay, I gotta check this out and and, and talk about it on the show. So, and I am so glad I, I did, and I'm actually really glad that they chose this specific match to be uh, the one that they made public to kind of entice people to join the Patreon to see these kinds of matches. Because this this is an amazing match, and I'm sad that I missed it when it first came out, or even when I first became a patron, because I I, I absolutely loved how just intense this match was, and I'll get into it. Uh, so the match, so it starts off, we have uh, Cobster and Mark Ellis on the desk. You know, So it was cool seeing Cobster uh, on the desk. It's not something we had ever seen before. Um, and an interesting thing about this is uh, back, I think it was a couple of years ago, during uh, like some behind-the-scenes schmodown type stuff, uh, him and Cody did an impromptu, real quick, Jurassic Park uh, sh- mini schmodown. You can find it online. It's on YouTube. I watched part of it um, with, uh, I believe, uh, I believe it was, I believe it was Ace uh, asking the questions, if I'm not mistaken. And he was just kind of asking questions off the top of his head. And uh, it, it was really neat to, to, to see that they had done something like this, even if it wasn't in any official capacity. And, you know, so it was also nice to see that Cobster came back 
to be on the desk for since he's a huge Jurassic Park fan, just like Cody, just like Perry. So that was nice. And him and Ellis had some real good banter back and forth. I thought I think he was really good on the desk, and I would definitely wouldn't mind seeing him uh, back on the desk, you know, here and there occasionally. I th- mix it up once in a while, you know. Get Jen Sturger back on the desk. Get uh, Brienne back on the desk. Get, you know, Brad Gilmore back on the desk. People like that. Just mix it up a little bit on the desk, guys. I think it would be uh, fantastic to see. Um, so, like I said, this is uh, the, the Jurassic Park Iron Man match. Let's talk a little bit about the, the Iron Man match format. What it is, is it's a 30-minute match. The first 28 minutes are just straight up ask a question. Both opponents write it on the whiteboard, reveal it. You get it or you don't, and that's your point. And that's the way it goes for the first 28 minutes. Each player has uh, has a timeout that they can call uh, up to the six-minute mark. You can call that. Um so, you know, that gives them kind of like a chance to breathe. Uh, then those last two minutes of the match are speed rounds. So that's that's where it gets real interesting is that speed round. That's, that's the way it always is. So you're getting two solid minutes of, of speed round. And you can get a lot of questions in two minutes. So, so uh, just to get into it, Cody comes out first. He's got a 0-3 record. Both, uh, both Cody and Perry, not great. Uh, in the general schmodown, um, I'll talk about the records in a minute. Like I said, Cody's 0-3. So it was nice to kind of just see them paired up in something that they're actually both really good at. Uh, it's always nice to see Cody. You don't get to see him very often. So it was nice to see him uh, in this match. And I got to say, he's got some pretty sweet Jurassic Park shoes. I would rock the hell out of those shoes. Uh, then Perry came out next. She she has a had a 1-2 and two official record. And came out repping her adorable cat, Dewey, on her shirt. It was really, really nice. Um, I love how (laughs) she even had, on her whiteboard, even had a little picture of him. It was really cool. And I love how uh, there was a special logo for this Schmodown. It had the the dinosaur uh, fossil uh, image from Jurassic Park. I love that. I I saved it because I just like, this is a sweet image. I got to keep that. So like I said, it's a 30-minute continuous clock, and then uh, at the two-minute mark, we get that speed round for the Iron Man match. Uh, we have Perry sitting on the left, Cody sitting on the right, and then we just kind of dove right into it. Uh, first question off the bat, Perry nabs it, Cody misses it, and then we go on a uh, on a streak where both of them just hitting their questions. Boom, 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 boom. Then we get to question eight. And that Perry was on uh, on a streak. She had seven seven in a row. Get to question eight. All of a sudden, boom! Little little hiccup in in, in, in Perry's knowledge. It happens, but it, it kind of broke that streak of hers. Uh, but the more interesting thing was since the first question that Cody missed at this point, he still has not missed a question. He then was on a streak and continued on. A streak for a little bit. Uh, the following question, uh, Cody was getting a little fancy uh, with his answer, uh, giving out giving out the Spanish answer, uh, Los Cinco Muertos, the five deaths. Uh, it was kind of funny. They had a little chuckle there. And then we uh, went a few more rounds. And up on uh, question thirteen, 
Uh, Cody got it wrong, and it ended an 11-question streak for him, which was pretty fantastic. And the question was, uh, who plays Donald Gennaro, the blood-sucking lawyer? And the answer uh, was Martin Ferrero, which uh, uh, Perry got, and, and Cody just answered, nope. And so that was that was that was pretty funny, uh, but it, it was impressive to see him on on an eleven question uh, streak after missing that first one, and just you know, unfortunately, like I said, unfortunately, with with something like an Iron Man match, you're you're gonna you're gonna hit some hit some blocks, you know, every once in a while it's gonna hit, but so it's always interesting to see how long a player can go before they stumble on a question, and then uh, <laughs> then we see Cody really stumble and goes on to miss uh four questions in a row and not his uh not his best moment in the match i'll say that then we get to uh question 18 which was who manages to tranquilize the t-rex officially capturing the animal for transport in the lost world um, now, it's a good thing that Copster was on the desk for this question because he knew that the question wasn't specific enough uh, and that both Perry's answer and Cody's answer were correct. Perry answered Sarah and Cody answered uh, Roland. And it happens, Sarah happens later in the film. So it, it, it's, it's good because he knew. So there, was, there didn't have to be any sort of like challenge or like uh, discussion. He He knew. Right away, boom, yep, yep, the question wasn't specific enough, and uh, so they both got the point for that one. Um, then you know, we kind of just went on on another little bit of a streak for both of them, just flying through questions till we get down to uh, question 27, which is uh, what other theme park does Hammond mention that also had issues on its opening day? Um, this one almost became a bit of a controversy. The answer was Disneyland. Perry said just Disney. Um, and she she didn't seem too happy with, with the outcome of that, but I totally got it because I was sitting there, I was like, oh man, is it Disneyland or is it Disney World? I think it's Disneyland. But because there are two very distinct different parks, and then as Mark also uh, states, there's Euro Disney. Or at least was. I'm not sure if it's still around. But two very distinct parks. Disney World, Disneyland. So that just saying Disney, that that you know, that doesn't fly. If there was only one, if like Disneyland was the only Disney park, then saying Disney, they probably would have taken that. I'm sure they would have. Um But you know, is you know, it is what it is. Uh this also Led to Cody being on another streak. He closed he, he had a he closed the gap from a three point deficit down to one. Went on a couple more questions uh, until Perry missed one, which then allowed it to be tied up at uh, twenty four to twenty four at one point. Uh, but then Cody kind of stumbles again, and he ends up with a uh, four point deficit. Keeps on going keeps on going uh they just answer a whole bunch of questions here and there ends up with a when you keep going down like i said they just kept firing off answers back and forth back and forth um at one point he's down five points then the following the following question after this after he is down five points is where it was kind of interesting for me uh one of the questions said uh the screen 
said that Cody's score was 36. So it said that it was 42 to 36, which was wrong because he had gotten the question correct. So it should have been 42 to 37. Um, but then the following uh, the following question, Cody misses, and they fixed the score right then and there. So it was you know it didn't last that long. So it became 43 to 37. He's down six. Then uh, they do their their next question, and that's when Perry calls a timeout. This at the right, pretty much right at the six minute mark. I think it was like a few seconds before. Uh, this is like the last opportunity you could call it. So they take a little bit of a break. They get one minute. Uh, the clock still runs down, but they get a minute to breathe. And they jump back into it. And Cody misses again, and he's down seven points. And this goes on. We, you know, he ends up picking up one more. Uh, one more point before the end of the of the main round, and he's down at the end of the main round. At the end of the twenty eight minute mark, he is down six points. It's forty nine to forty three after a total of fifty seven questions. Now at this part, at this point, I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, he really needs to crush this speed round. And I'm like, I don't know how good he's necessarily going to be. I mean, maybe he's been practicing in his off time. It's possible. But he rarely plays. But you could say the same for Perry. She rarely plays as well. So I feel like they probably were evenly matched when it came to the speed round. But then some amazing stuff went down um, for the speed round. Now, first off, I'd like to say that I'm really happy that they actually clarified the rules for the final question of the speed round because we did see before in the uh, was the Star Wars Iron Man match where people kind of threw a fit because um, Sam Witwer answered the final question after the buzzer, after the time ran out, and they counted it. And they did clarify for this that in, in Iron Man matches, you know, if the final question... Once the final question is asked, no matter if the clock runs out, the question is still active and can be answered. So it was nice that they actually uh, spelled that out for everybody. And so then the, the speed round took place, and Perry was off good to a good, good start. She got the first couple of questions. And then boom, 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 Cody nabbed three in a row. And then it kind of went back and forth for a couple of questions. And then four in a, or, uh, five in a row Cody ended up getting. Boom, 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 boom. It was nuts to see him just hitting that buzzer, hitting that buzzer, hitting that buzzer. And then finally, Perry finally gets in on one, and she misses it. It's like, oh, no. It was getting way too close. At this point, once she misses, that tied the game. Now, remember, it was Cody was down six points before the speed round, and now he's they're tied. And then he hits the, the next question, and he takes the lead for the first time in the game. And this is just, this speed round was wild. This was the most intense thing I have seen in the Schmodown in quite some time. And I, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. It was just, I, I was so sucked in. Just, I was like, what is going to happen? But then we saw a four-question str- four streak from Perry. Boom, 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 boom. And then three more from from uh, Cody, tying it up again. And then the final question. One question left. They ask it, the clock runs out. And the, at that point, it is tied 
55 to 55. And Perry buzzes in and nabs the question, nabs that answer, gets the win, 56 to 55 after a total of 79 questions. That is definitely crazy. That is what Iron Man matches are meant for. It was one of the most intense matches I think I have ever seen. And if exhibition matches counted you know, in the awards, I would say that should be match of the year. That was just something else. To see Cody come back from a six-point deficit to take the lead at one point, and then just to lose the game by one question on the final question, one point in the final question. Wow, both these players, they did a fantastic job in this match, and I applaud them. Uh, this is the type of match that you want to see. You know, this is, this is the, you know, a, a pay-per-view special event style match, man. This is something you want to see at an event like the like the spectacular or something, man. That's how high quality this match is. So I hope that everybody had you know went out and watched it. Get your friends to watch this. If if you have friends who are unsure about the movie trivia showdown, have them watch this match because the intensity in this match will hook. Anybody, I, I'm sure of it. If they're a movie fan, especially if they're a Jurassic Park fan, this match will hook them into the movie trivia showdown, get them right on the way. I think it's a perfect match to, to to show somebody who hasn't who hasn't dove in yet. So definitely do that. Whew, man, that was crazy. That was a nail biter, and I I'm, I'm I'm so glad I was able to break it down. Uh Man, whew, I'm, I'm winded just talking about that match. That's how fantastic it was. But that's that's all I got for you. Um, I'll be back next week with you know more happenings in the Schmodown. You know, depending on what uh, what's released, if anything, I might just kind of give my thoughts on on the upcoming season and you know what uh, what I'm hoping for. You know, like I said, depending, on, I don't know what they're going to release um, uh, for for next week. You know, and through the weekend and everything. So. No matter what's what's going on, I will be sure to come back and give you everything. Um, make sure to check out uh, and subscribe to the uh, Schmodown YouTube channel. It's you know the movie trivia Schmodown uh, on YouTube. It's it, you, I think it, I believe it used to be the Schmo's No channel. I believe they 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 uh, changed it and, and turned it into the, the new Schmodown channel because you can still find the reviews and everything up there. So if you're or if you were already subscribed to the Schmoes No channel, you should already, you know, it should have stayed that way. But um definitely go and subscribe to it. Check out this match. You know, give it a like, give it some comments. Let me know what you thought of the match cuz man, this was this was fantastic. Let me know what you think of uh, of the upcoming schedule as well. And, uh, you know, everything else that I talked about, you know, the behind the scenes, if you're a patron, if you got a chance to watch that, let me know what you thought of that, um, what you think of, uh, you know, the presenters and, and what you're hoping for, for the awards, like who, who, who did you vote for in the awards? Let me know. Um, and be sure to, to head over to uh, the Movie Trivia Schmodown Facebook page and, and join there. It's a great community. They've got a lot going on there. Uh, 
Christian and a lot of the uh, other competitors are very active in that group. And you know, so he's always Christian's always posting stuff in there and updates and everything. So even if you aren't a patron, you can and can really be kept up to date with the happenings if you are in that group. So the movie trivia Schmodown Facebook group is definitely a place for you to go. Um, be sure to check out uh, triviasd.com is their new website where they give you know rankings and, and, and stories, all kinds of stuff, editorials and everything that you need to know and want to know about the movie Trivia Schmodown right there on, on this website. It's curated by um, uh, William the Beast Bibiani. He's doing a fantastic job, and uh, I, I love this site. It's so great. So get on there and check that out. And sign up for the Patreon. Come on, guys. $1 a month will get you all kinds of fantastic content. You'll get all the matches that you can, that your heart can desire. So $1 a month, get on there, join that Patreon, become a patron. It's, it's, it's well worth it. It's, it's a worthy cause. Keep the schmodown going. It is amazing. Uh, be sure to follow me. I am uh, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and on uh, Facebook. You can follow me personally at JP Rayner on all those sites. And then you can follow my uh, my page, Merc with a Movie Blog, on Facebook at Merc with a Movie Blog, and on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. That's at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you know, hey, shoot me a shoot me a line if you if you have any suggestions or questions or anything like that. I'm always open to anything you guys uh, guys want to talk about, anything like that. So until next time, everybody, we've been talking schmodown.